And I didn't even hit the record button. So, great start. Uh, welcome back to the Bison Boys podcast. I'm your host, Jack Clifford, alongside my two <laughs> amazing co-hosts, Landon and Spencer. Um, yep. Episode two. Yeah, I got to remember. I got a mental note. I got to add that. Um, okay, we'll recap. How, how was our weekend again? Weekend was good. Weekend was good. Landon, straight. Yeah, mine was good. It's good to hear. Uh, we uh, Bison Boys had our first public event at Nichols. We were at the lighting of the Christmas tree. We weren't really like, what what's the term I'm thinking of? We weren't um, broadcasting, broadcasting it. We were kind of DJs and just like there for advertisement. But it, it was good. It was a good event. Um, overhyped. But yeah, I feel I was like, gonna say it, bro. I was trying to turn y'all up, and y'all wasn't gonna turn up. So yeah, <laughs> we 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 was bumming over there, but we we turned up ourselves. You know what I'm saying? We had we had good music. I I played good music off my playlist that I made and Spotify classics playlist. So we it it was pretty good for our first one, not too bad. But uh, moving on to our first event of the Bison Beat this this uh, last full weekend of Nichols. So. Yeah, this this semester has gone by very fast, definitely. <laughs> um, and then so the last full week, and then we got three days, and then we out for a month. So Bison boys are gonna be gone for a little bit. What's needed? Yes, and we I don't know. We might we might do like a live event. Maybe we'll do like an Instagram live, or like we'll do a FaceTime call or something like that. We'll figure it out. We'll because we don't want you guys leaving us. Cause, <laughs> You know, all right, we're 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 almost at a hundred hundred followers on Instagram, so make sure to follow us if you didn't wow, if you didn't hear me before, uh, before I didn't hit the record button. So follow us on Instagram, Bison underscore Boys underscore Podcast, and then if you click the link in the uh, bio of our Instagram, you can see the first episode we recorded. We talked about pretty much everything that that we usually talk about, um, and more. So yeah, um, so first off, we're gonna talk about the Bison Beat. So there is a couple events in Fells. So the first event is the DIY Sugar Scrubs. Um, I'm, I'm kind of interested in that. I don't. They didn't really give a description of what it is, but yeah. So yeah, Sugar Scrub Wednesday the eighth. Hey, but it's do it yourself. Yeah, so. do it yourself. So DIY. Right. I I might I might go Popeye. See what see what's good. Uh, Wednesday eight. The eighth one to four in Fell's main lounge. So yeah, um, go to that if you want some sugar scrubs. <laughs> um, I I don't sugar scrub is that like? I don't really. Yeah, fact check. My boy Spence over there got fact check. Um, I know it's like for body health. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna guess on that. Um. Easy homemade sugar scrub. Uh, what does sugar scrub do? Um, or a type of face scrub mm. used to help exfoliate that dead skin cell buildup. So oh, okay. So yeah, skin. I was right. Okay. Uh, yeah, I might do that because sometimes my face looks ridiculous and I have a lot of I have, I have very sensitive skin, so <laughs> I might have to go to that. Um, moving to another health related. Uh, they have the weekly meditation. The IWL, what's that acronym? Uh, it's like, it's it's from. It starts at three fifteen. So yeah. Um. So the IWL is running that. It's Monday and Wednesday at three fifteen, like they've been doing. Um. Uh, another health thing is massages on Thursday, December 9th in Phil's at six to eight. 
massage. I, I, mean, I, can go for one. I can go for one. Even though I don't, I don't really do much. I still need one because I, I can <laughs> go. Don't for, do much, I don't do. Yeah, exactly. Because my 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 tendons are tight right now. So loosen them up. That'd be great. Um. Oh, this is this is kind of interesting. I'm not a big like swimming guy, but for all the swimmers out there, there's a Tri County YMCA lifeguard class. Money, yeah, exactly. Um, I think that all the like the dates and info is on the Bison Beat. So if you go look at that, uh, so the dates are December eighteenth and nineteenth, and as well as January eighth and 9th. and it's nine to four. And I looked at the requirements. You need five hundred. To you need to go five hundred yards without stopping. Tread, tread two, yeah, minutes. two minutes, and then like. Receive object from deep end. Yeah, and then like that. the ring thing. Collect, collect three. three rings from the bottom. That one. That's crazy. Oh, no, I can barely. Like, I can barely run a hundred yards. Maybe like bright neon orange. Yeah, it probably will be. I can barely run a hundred yards. Never mind. I think swimming is like harder. Because it's like more resistance. You use every piece of muscle. Yeah, exactly. Are you are you a swimmer, Landon? No, I mean, I don't swim a lot back in the We go like cliff jumping. So oh yeah. I want to do that so bad. Bridge jumping. Bridge jumping. I've never been bridge jumping. Bridge jumping around here because it's not that many. Yeah, I've never been. There's more. Yeah, there's more. There's a lot in CT as well as Mass. Are they high though? Train bridges. Yeah. Yeah, they're fairly high. Uh, how oh, high is 30, 30 40 feet? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a couple, there's a couple decent ones. There's a couple really high ones. Yeah, I don't want to be dangerous. Yeah, mm -hmm. they're, they're all very dangerous. I've never stopped anyone before. Yeah, the bridge ones aren't that bad because the bridge mm -hmm. is not that bad. Yeah, no, we have this place in uh, it's called, well, it's like the area called, called Kearns, it's like mm -hmm. five minutes away from this alley where I live, and it's like they have like the um there's like platforms so it's like red blue white mm -hmm. i remember i did i learned how to do a backflip off the red one which is the smallest one oh, wow i learned how to do that and it's a little bit higher than the highest diving board i remember i learned how to do that mm -hmm. and then i moved to the blue and i tried it one time and obviously i like messed up my timing a lot yep. and i backflip and i've never done a backflip oh, God. It's so it hurts so that hurts and he just sat there and was like oh boy oh. <laughs> Yeah, no, there's not many there's not many actual places where you can do it around here. Most of it's just yeah. find a little trail. We'll yeah, you get it. You probably have to have a decent drive to get there. They don't like it either. I mean, like there's certain places like in there's a couple of uh, state parks in Connecticut where if you push up in the ranger will kick you out. So. Mm -hmm. yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. They don't like it because there's one it's slot where someone someone got like critically injured because they hit a rock under the water. So it was like after that they kind of decided they were just going to like no tolerance like not let anyone do it and people obviously still do it but yeah now the rangers are really that's so whack because we yeah. have we have we have a lake called echo lake that has like huge cliffs like i'm talking i think we threw a rock off one and it almost took like three or four seconds to get down so it's like and that's like one of my favorite ones to jump off of because it's so big and even they they don't trip on that stuff like they let it happen it's normal for them but I mean, I Ours was just because obviously they had the, the we had an incident, so it was like, all right, we're yeah. gonna stop that completely. That's kind of how Connecticut goes. If anything like that happens, anytime there's some kind of incident at any place, they just kind of go no tolerance and shut it down. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not That's a lot pretty of dumb. Though. Yeah, they're like, kinda... I mean, but we check the water and how deep it is with the boat. Yeah, so we have like little mm -hmm. scanning things. So. Yeah, they're kind of strict about that. I don't know, but we'll have to we'll have to see this summer.
definitely have to go to a spot. Um, there's a more holiday holiday theme thing presented by the MOD and Sisterhood. So MOD is Mended Distinction, and then the Sisterhood as well, along with them. Um, so they have a a PJ meet and greet at is that Bison Cafe? What is Bison Cafe? That's Fells. Okay. Um. Oh, is that just like the? I'm not really sure. Is that just like the food like area? Okay, that I'm gonna we're gonna go with that. We're gonna figure it it's out. It's either Fells or the Bison Calf, which isn't there? Isn't there like a? I don't know whether like when you're in the dining hall and you can look across, and it looks like a Dunks, but I feel like that used to be like a dipping area where they'd have like a couple workers, Probably. people go there and they'd sell dipping from that area. So we're, we're gonna either say it's at that dipping spot. Or it's at Fells. I'm sure we'll get more. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll get more. So just check your emails, Nickel students, as well as others, if you are invited. Six um, times. Yeah, and there'll be hot cocoa, ornament making, and live DJ and karaoke. karaoke. Holiday. Love me some karaoke. Love me some karaoke. I think there was a, I think a couple of years ago, I want to say yeah, a couple of years ago, I there was a karaoke competition. I think I won. I'm a, weird. Hey, if, I'm a so winner. You don't like karaoke, buddy? No. You like, because but you like singing. So then, what do you do when you listen to music? I listen to the actual singers. I don't want to listen to some. No, but like doing it. No, they're they're singing songs from like. I know, songs but they know. Singing, Karaoke means like you take the mic, like we're doing. Them. We take a mic and we play. Yeah, yeah. I, I know what it is. I only listen to like okay. people that sing the song. Because I heard one girl try to sing Alicia Keys, bro, and I swear, like, she ruined it. Yeah, <laughs> you ruined it. Yeah, that's foul. We don't, we don't like that. My lips. But these guys, like, it. no, they. We would hire them. Like, it's a DJ, and I'm sure he'll have a mic, and like, we'll have people in the cr- like crowd sing it want to listen to random people no i know it no i know what you okay i know what you mean but what if you go up there no bro i can't sing there's no that's way the fun of it. no that's not fun <laughs> it's just embarrassing why so i can walk around campus and I'm like oh that that's that kid that can't sing <laughs> no i'm not, not never I'm not. you gotta you gotta be a certain type to I could dance, but like, I get jiggy. I could dance, though. I know I could dance. But that's good music. It don't even matter. But like, you wouldn't sing this song. I think you can. I mean, yeah, I can sing this song, but like, I'm not gonna sing it out loud in front of like at least thirty. But that's people. karaoke. I can't do that. I'll dance though. I'll dance for that song. Okay. I mean, I'll be dancing in front of like mad people sometimes. I mean, be playing football, like yep. I still be dancing. I don't care. I get jiggy, but like <laughs> I can't be doing none of that singing. Yeah, I hear you. Um, yeah. So that that PJ meet and greet will be very interesting. I'm gonna we're gonna try our best to get Landon up there. Um, yeah. So where are PJs at the meet and greet? Uh, I don't thought there was something about ugly sweaters. Oh, that was last week. Oh, that's right. Okay. Uh, okay, so yeah, check your emails uh, for those upcoming events. Uh, moving on to Nickel Sports. Uh, so we have the usual uh, men's, women's basketball, and the women's and men's ice hockey. So men's basketball had a game, Salve on Wednesday, and they won by one point. One point. That's lit. And I think they, I think they're away as well. And Salve is very good. Salve is very underrated. Um, super rich. <laughs> yeah, they are. 
like my sisters went to Salve and they got their um, nursing degree. Yes, I think that's the term. Yeah, I. They still got the exactly. That's right. Um, and then they played. They played U N E on December fourth, and they, they won actually. They won eighty eight to sixty five. So that's a that's a sweep of this week. Uh, the women's basketball they played U N E on December fourth as December fourth as well, and they lost unfortunately. They're still having a pretty good season. Yeah, they are having a very good season. Also, basketball plays at home tonight at six. Tonight, I might, I might have to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got some home with you, but hey, we'll see. Hey, we'll see. Finals week, you know. Yeah, finals week. Make sure you do your homework. Y'all need to be quiet in the dorm. I'm mad now. <laughs> so serious. I'm not pointing fingers. They know no, who you are. You. No, it's not me. I'm <laughs> I'm asleep. I'm in my room at six o'clock. What are you talking about? I literally don't leave my room. I'll be mad right in the home. Facts. Like, you know who you are. <laughs> no, we're playing. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, women's ice hockey had their game December fourth, also, and they played Worcester State, but they lost. I, yeah, it was. It was. I don't. I don't know if it was a good or bad game, but was Worcester State has pretty good teams, all around. Yeah. Okay. Um. Men's ice hockey had some pretty had had one win and then they had one loss. They played Wentworth both times, but they won sixty two the first game and then lost zero to three in the second one. And I think uh, they had two freshmen that scored their first goals of the year, and I think women's as well. Uh, I don't know what their no, names are. Women's, I feel... women's has a few freshmen that have been doing pretty good. Yeah, um, and I think on the men's, I think Caden Scott got his first goal. Yeah, he's nasty. Oh yeah, he's, he, he he's awesome. Yeah, he's from Michigan. Yeah, that's, that's my guy. Shout out Caden if you're listening. Um, so their next games will be so basketball has a game Monday, so today, Tuesday and Saturday. So they play Trinity today, uh, Wentworth tomorrow, and then they play Tufts Saturday. That will be tough. But it's, yeah. okay. Um, so. Women's basketball play Wentworth Tuesday, and then they play Salve on Thursday. Um, men's men's ice hockey has a game Friday against Endicott, and then women's ice hockey has a game Saturday versus Endicott. And that is the last Nichols sports game for the next month. That's it. Yeah. So I don't know where we're going to talk about next week, <laughs> Nichols sports-wise. We'll figure it out. Um, yeah, well, I'm I'm gonna improvise and we're gonna discuss it and we're gonna talk. Gonna stick to other college. I yeah. Mean, well, I mean, D1 football has done too. And oh yeah, we can talk about Nick. Um, I mean, we'll be able to talk about Army Navy. Yeah. College. We'll be the only college game next week though. So yep. We'll get a lot of views. Definitely, and we can talk but about. Segwaying to college football, championship week. Yep, championship week. I didn't write that down. I forgot to write that down, but we can improvise off that. Baylor beat Oklahoma State. That was another big one. Mm-hmm. Baylor won't last, though. Huh? 
They didn't, right. they didn't, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't out? make the they didn't make the playoffs. Oh, okay. So really, all that's left right now is isn't it Alabama, Cincy, and then Georgia, Michigan? Yeah. Honestly, I don't want to see Alabama in it. I want to see. Cincy. I don't either. But since he's undefeated, here's yeah. the thing: no, there's going to be one of two things that happens. It's either going to be Cincinnati proves that Power Five doesn't matter and beats Alabama by like two or three points. Or they're gonna get smoked, and another Power Five, te- another non-Power Five team is not gonna make the playoff for like five years. Maybe because they're the first, they're the first non-Power uh, Power Five team to make the playoffs since they implemented the fourteen playoff format. So I don't know. I kind of gonna be a big thing. I like college. I like the underdogs. I want Cincinnati. If Cincinnati yeah, wins I want that Cincy. game, college football is one. Either Cincy college. or mm, I want to see Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. I'm sorry, TG. If you're listening, I'm sorry. Okay. Forty-one twenty-four. That was that was crazy to me. That Georgia went all season not allowing more than fourteen points, and then yeah. they gave up forty-one to a team that almost just lost to Auburn. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it's all about game plan at the end of the day. It is. I think Georgia just didn't. The call. The call was in that game. Watching that game, the defense yeah. was not. Nah, that wasn't Georgia's defense. They're mm-hmm. gonna play a lot better. They're gonna come back with a vengeance, which is why I kind of feel bad for Michigan because Michigan's gonna have to play their best game and deal with that defense. Yep. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a big college football guy. I don't know. I feel like I've never, never really been. I like watching it. Get into it then, I feel like I need to. Like I understand. Obviously, I understand right. football, but like I don't know. I feel like college football is a different. Different than uh, NFL football. I like it a lot more because it's. Uh, yeah, that's your. Game, that's every your. Every game you turn on. There's gonna be some new player. There's gonna be some yeah, new definitely. player that you haven't heard of. Yeah, that's making big plays. Definitely, so definitely a lot of openings. Year, definitely a lot of openings for success. Let's say. And it always blows my mind, like all these D one players, like they're they seem like they're like not smart, but they're like really, really smart. Like Mac Jones is probably like one of the oh, wow. smartest guy of like. Ever. He was in college. Yeah. Yeah, he had a four zero in high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alabama's a. You have to be smart to play at these schools. They're not. Yeah, I know. A lot of these schools aren't taking guys with with two threes, two two fives. Yeah. They're taking three O's, three mm-hmm. fours. Yeah. I wish. I wish. Pitt is a it's a learning school. It's not like based off of their football. Say Pitt. Yeah. yeah. I got Kenny about, Yeah. Kenny Pick. Kenny Pickett. That was insane. Like fake uh, knee. Yeah, that's gonna get that's gonna get uh, outlawed. We're not gonna allow that to happen because it's gonna be a thing where other quarterbacks are gonna try it. Someone's gonna get their head taken off. Either you actually get, slide it because yeah. they want to make sure he's not fake sliding. Yeah, they're gonna get mad. Either you get down or you don't. That's. I mean, I understand why he did it. It's a really good play. It is sick. That's gonna start getting used. I would that's definitely like a really cheap. That's like a really yeah, cheap thing. Though. I would definitely implement that into my in my game, but I, yeah, I'd get robbed. <laughs> I don't want to get rocked I've again. I've seen D3 kids running out of smoke. No, I know. That's the thing. They see a quarterback running, they're going to try to kill you. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, he's mine. Nope. Yeah, uh, I'd, I'd either I'd either run and find a lane or I'd just get down. I'm not, I'm not like, not, I'm not going to deke someone out. How about them Lions? Lions. And I think what was really interesting is they gave their game ball to Oxford. Which was very powerful, and then they gave one to Dan Campbell as well, and okay. he deserves it. They almost choked that game too. They it did. Was, it was bad to watch. Yeah, they were up two scores, and they let the Vikings take the lead with, I think, a minute and some change left. Mm-hmm. 
And then Jared Goff kind of looked like he did at Super Bowl. Right yeah, I saw, it, I saw it. I saw it. TJ Hawkinson. Yeah. Hawkins Brown. TJ Hawkinson. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a TikTok and apparently, like, I think they were like, it was like two minutes left, and his girlfriend was at the beach, wherever they live. Probably somewhere in um, somewhere in Detroit or wherever. Beaches in Detroit. Yeah, there's no beaches in Detroit. <laughs> She's probably on vacation, whatever. And like, She's probably reminiscing. Like her friend, yeah. her friend, her friend, like pulled up a video of like Jared Goff like throwing the last touchdown to winning the game. She was like speechless. She was like crying. Because the Lions actually won a game. Yeah, I know. She was. Like, I was almost. Crying. No, you know what she said? She was like, "They actually won." <laughs> That's what everyone said. That's, yeah, what, that's what the coaches said. Yeah, but no, it was it was good. I, that's just how it I had a feeling it was going to win, but somehow. But the one thing that I got mad about is about the Lions, and I got mad at myself for it, is I started Kirk Cousins over Kyler Murray. Why? You're an idiot. Well, Kyler Murray, this is his no, first no. game off of Kyler injury. Kyler Murray Kyler Murray. No, I to know. Be fair, Kirk Cousins had a really good season. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL if you look at stats. Yeah, I know. That's why. That's the. That was my debate because Kyler Murray played the Bears, Kyler Murray, the Bears. and the Kurt Kurt played the Lions, so they're like, I don't know. The defense is not what it was a couple years ago. Well, Lions are terrible as well. They want to win a game. They have a lot more to play for. Yeah, the Bears are kind of just. Like, oh, I know they do, but I the, I made that mistake, Kurt and Cousins I. Cousins will never be a starter in Tennessee, in my opinion. Never be a true. He's starter. he's been my starter because Russell Wilson got hurt and he's washed. Yeah, he's not your starter. He's your backup. That's the name. Yeah, but I'll starter. take. I wouldn't say wash. I don't know if you watched that Rams. Uh, what not Rams? Forty uh, Niners game. But I still have faith in him. I don't think he's washed. I think his O line needs yeah. replacing. Yeah. Like he has good receivers as well, but his O line is he has half a second to throw the ball. Yeah. Every time. Yep. You watched the uh, the. Uh, Lennon's watched the football team. Yeah, football that's a team. Dub. That's a dub. That's <laughs> yeah, I wrote down. No Chase Young and no Montez Sweat, if I'm correct. And they had that. We're getting to him. Had that. Two seconds. Go ahead. They have the best defensive line in the NFL. And two of your best players are out, and it's still like that. And they were just tearing up at the season. Bro, Washington. Hot take. I low key feel like they can make the. Yeah, no, I said that too. They will. They're succeed right now. So they're not comfortable, but they're in as long as they keep their spot in that position. Speaking and they're on a four-game win streak. Mm, yeah. Same with the Pats. Pats are on a six. Pats are on a six you game. see that? They're in a six Light. game? No, you see that? Lights are shut oh. off. Yeah, because no one's in there. Motion activated. No, I know. Yeah, give it the fuck. Big game that <laughs> this, this game decides the division. Oh, who plays them? Oh, Pat, Bills. Pats and Bills. Up in, up it's going to be insane. It's supposed to snow. Is it really it's bad? It's supposed to be cold. Has Mac? That's a question. Has Mac Jones ever played in snow? Nobody has played in cold. That's fair. He, which that's which, not which fair. He's been practicing. He. It's you don't very think so? Different. He's been practicing in the cold. He has never. Because even me being from Utah, it's a lot different. I don't think he's ever played a game in the cold. Because he was what he went to high school in Florida, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And school in Alabama, and Alabama does not have a lot of. No, it's the opposite. It's a scorcher. Yeah, so we'll see. I think I think he can handle it though. Just like the over, the over under is forty. Obviously, because that's gonna be. It's either gonna be a very high scoring game or a very low scoring game. I, mean, I feel like Buffalo's gonna take it though. Yeah. I feel like Buffalo. Will it's win gonna be a field goal. Yeah. I think the defense is really good. Every time them. we play them, it's always the hardest game. Yeah. We we either show out or it's like neck and neck. 
Defense can step up. Josh Allen has not been playing his greatest. We you messed know, up on giving Bill Belichick Mac Jones. We messed up so hard. <laughs> Belichick is gonna is gonna look, figure out how to take away Stefan Diggs from that that game mm-hmm. plan. They're gonna double him you like know, we did. He's with done you. it to everyone. That's what everyone said. Then he did it to Julio. We're gonna double him. Put put Jalen Mills in yeah, the deep zone and lock up. I don't think he does yet. I don't think, dude, not with Stefan, bro. Stefan is a different breed from Julio. Stefan, Stefan, his releases are so clean. No, they like, are. So nasty. Like, They're insane. He's literally, Trust he's, me. he's the second best route runner in the game. Yeah. I mean, watch. Bill Belichick, every game, he will choose one player to take completely out of offensive game plan. That's how he, that's how he does. Yeah. That one player is Stefan Diggs. No one else on that team is as big of a playmaker. They, so he is going to take him away. Their wide receiver core is very underrated. Like yeah, and someone's going to have Sanders. to step up because Bill Belichick is going to take, I think, going to take stuff on Dixon. I think the, um, that Bryant guy is going to get a pick. I have a feeling. We'll see. No. Either him or Jalen Mills. Uh, Jalen Mills is not. He's not going to play. He hasn't been playing at all. I thought he was back. J.C. Jackson's going to get another one. No, I don't think not today. Unless he's shadowing, unless he's shadowing Stephon. Going to so, nah, he's gonna shadow Kyle Duggar. That's big. Kyle Duggar's out. He's a good. He was a. Wasn't this a sophomore, sophomore season? Yep. Sophomore yeah. Season. He's, yeah. He's doing very good. I like him. Yeah. I like, he's a I like Duggar. He is a big he's dude. A big safety. Yeah. But I, I don't. I don't think J.C. Jackson does anything against Stephon. I think they bracket him all we'll game. We'll see. J.C. and McCourty are gonna bracket Stephon mm-hmm. Diggs all game and take him out of the game plan. Yep. They're gonna run his own man. Jalen Bentley. Gunnar Shesky's questionable, Jawan Bentley's questionable, and Nick Folk is questionable. Bentley has been on and off, I heard. Yeah. But so we have gotten only back. We really haven't needed him that bad. Yeah, Bentley's missed a few games this season, so. Yeah. The Corey's good. Gunner. You said Gunner was questionable? Yeah, but I think he should be good. He's a tough guy. I need to hope, hope the offense can get it started. No, I think, I think we should be good. They're yeah. they're projecting um, what's his name, Damian Harris to oh, do very sure. good. Davis White is out too. So. Oh yeah, that's gonna that's be. What I'm saying, if the offense clicks early, I think we will definitely win that game. But I don't know, but you can't count on Josh uh, Allen. Kendrick Bourne has the most receiving yards on our team. Yep. Wow. I've been. He's averaging nice. like. Yeah, he's oh, doing good. He's averaging like eleven point four per catch. I think. Yeah. Like I like swear, that. so many teams just don't know how to use so many players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they're trying to use Brandon Ayuk. How they're trying to use Debo. Like it's not like it's not gonna work. We we that. never use Nikhil Harry, and he makes like a good play once every game. Like he had like his probably best catch of his life. I mean, maybe that's what he is. No, that was not that was not the best catch of his life. I don't know if you watch his ASU highlights, but literally every game he had like three heads off. It's, it was insane. I didn't really know him until we drafted him. When you when we're done, you go back to your room. Look up Kill Harry ASU, and you'll see why everyone was so hyped when we when we drafted. Yeah, we just use him as a blocking wide receiver, so it kind of bothers me when he could have more he, his potential. Route running, his route running is not up to NFL standards. We should make him a tight end. Not big enough. <laughs> I don't know. Just he's thinking. a big dude, but not big. He's a big dude. Speaking a lot of people don't realize he's the same size as DK Metcalf. He's like six pounds lighter. Wow. And they're the same height. I think he might be an inch taller. Dang. People don't realize how big he is and how. But he's not as fast or explosive. He's not as fast. He's not as explosive as route running. Yeah. So literally the only thing he's he like him for is, is beating up his own coverage, and that's the only time he's ever gotten catches when there's some coverage. Every, every time they've been man on him, he's got one. So he's a mediocre DK Metcalf. Yep. Yeah. 
which if they can work on that and work on that route running, he'll become a much better player. But the mm-hmm. route running is just not. I don't know who I'm trying to think of to compare. Oh, um, well, who was the guy in the Panthers? Oh, no, Calvin no. Calvin Benjamin. That's either him or Kyle Pitts. Except Calvin Benjamin was a much. Calvin Benjamin was a lot Pitts. better for one. I don't know. I just feel like they're like the same. Like uh, Kyle Pitts is at a very. Kyle Pitts season. is like crazy. I know, but they don't use him as a tight end. They yeah. use him as like a more. Well, he is a tight end, but he can he can line up at slot because how fast yeah. he is. Yeah. yeah, they they don't use him in the run blocking as much. That's that's his weakness. But he's still a big guy. I mean, he's if, a receiving tight end. If you, yeah. if you, if no. you put it, he's still like in that position where if you put a DB on him, it's going to be a mismatch because of his size, and if you put mm-hmm. a linebacker on him, it's going to be a mismatch because of his feet. Yeah. So he really fits in that tight end mobile. You know, he's yeah. like one of the very first rookies to come into like. When did they? I think they edited like Madden. At like week five, mm-hmm. and he already he's like the first one to get a superstar like start games. Yeah, thing. Wow. he's he's yeah he's good. A safety blanket for Matt. Yeah, he's just check this. He's the new Julio, and so he's just like a Julio. If they had Calvin Ridley, he'd be going off way more. Oh, yeah, that's you gotta think about that too. A tight end, tight end, not named Rob Gronkowski, not named Travis Kelsey, is getting double teamed regularly, mm-hmm. which is crazy to think. Yeah, about. I don't know. All right, another segue. Um, news just got linked that Tommy Fury uh, opted out of the fight due to a training injury. Oh. Training injury. And, and Tyron, now, Tyron would be hopped in. <laughs> also, also, uh, it's Jake, right? Yeah. Yeah. Put put down on the table. Uh, 500k if Tyron, 500k extra if Tyron would be knocked him out. I mean, who's he fight? Wait, who's he fighting? Jake Paul. Oh, that fight? Rematch, number two, December 18th. You have to think, wow. though, because you know there was contract signed? Like, Tommy Fury called him out, like, in a yep. press conference. So there's yeah. no contracts. There's nothing. It's a straight boxing match. Mm. So Jake isn't safe. And no. I don't know, but I got to, I, I think the last one, Tyron, on the last one, he was not, he didn't, he wasn't coming in to fight. He was coming in to make money. Mm-hmm. You could see it in him. He was not aggressive at all. And now that he's been publicly embarrassed yeah. on one occasion and now has 500K extra on the line if he knocks out Jake Paul, oh. I think people are going to see a real fight. Who fought Mike Tyson? Oh, I forgot. It was some other old guy. Yeah, no, no, it was recent. Was it Jake or Logan? One of them no, fought. No, 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 no. They fought Mayweather. Logan fought Mayweather. Yeah, Mayweather would have. Like Mayweather could have killed him. No, he just he just played, so he just many times the whole time. It was it was almost like the McGregor fight. He just played with him the whole yeah. first. Okay, now McGregor, McGregor, you could tell he actually like he tried though because McGregor yeah. caught him. He like, had he to tried. try. Yeah, but like the way the like tactics he had though, he literally spent the first. No, four that's rounds. just his, that's just his game plan. But yeah. Mayweather could have real life knocked him yeah, out so wish many I times. Knew fighting more. <laughs> huh? I wish I like understood. You, oh, you don't watch fighting and stuff? No, I do, but like those events, like I'll watch it, but I don't really like. Oh, That's crazy. Really? Like you when I get when I get bored, I watch yeah. like UFC. Oh yeah. You know what's crazy about that? It's interesting, it but I don't know. December seventeenth, we get Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh my God. On December eighteenth, I'm hyped. We get a Jake Paul Tyler Woodley fight. That's hype. That's great. I'm I'm That's gonna go watch weekend. it. That's a great. When weekend. that comes out, I'm going to watch it. The Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, it's on my when we get back. Because it's been it's been so hyped up. Two and a half hour movie. I'm so ready. Worth it. It's gonna be great. But yeah, it's a great movie. <laughs> it's a movie yeah, it's gonna, yeah. I've been because Spider Man was my favorite like superhero growing up. So. And I heard that like who's the best Spider Man? 
That's tough. This will change your relationship, I promise you. <laughs> So you person. got you got Toby, Toby, and then there's that other weirdo, Andrew Garfield, Andrew Garfield, Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland. Yeah. Obviously, you go Toby. Okay. Yeah, it's Toby. He goes. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm gonna go. Toby. Toby. Tom. Tom. And to- and Toby. Tom. And then the animated one, Andrew. and then Andrew right behind him. Yeah. Andrew, I feel like a lot of other people like Andrew. Andrew was bad because he looked like he was 30 years old. And yeah. Like he like, sucks. He should have never been Spider-Man. I like Tom Holland too. Nah, my favorite was Toby Bros. Oh, I like geez. I like Tom Holland like as the character, but the I'm way not afraid of you. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like Tom Holland a lot. It's just obviously there's like the little bit of nostalgia because we grew up with the Tobey Maguire Spider Man. But yeah, I mean I like Tom Holland a lot. Like the way he the way he portrays the character, I just wish they didn't make him rely so much on Iron Man. Well, Tony Stark, he does rely on him too much. But I mean now, obviously he has to do his own stuff, and I want to see where they go with him in this movie. Yes. Yeah. I think it's gonna be. This insane. could change a lot. Hopefully, I mean, I don't and know. I think... and, and they just announced, and they just announced that they um, made a deal with Sony for three more films after this. So. Wow! Wow! We Spider Man. Yep. Yeah, I'm so pretty there's sure gonna be, there's gonna be another Spider Man trilogy after this one. I'm pretty sure there'll be. I'm pretty sure they're gonna uh, bring Venom into the mix though, too. Like the new Venom. Oh yeah, that'd be sure. wild. What would it be called? Venom versus Spider Man. <laughs> or Spider Man and Spider Venom. Boy, they just have Time for me to clock out. I gotta get the lift. So okay. you guys have a good day. A couple guests coming on in a little bit. So thanks, Spence. Appreciate you coming Give on. Give them my warm welcome. Yeah, got you. Have a great day, people. See you. And I'll see you next week. Oh, he turned me down. You say it. I'll see you next week. <laughs> um, I want to talk about the Eagles and Jets. You like Gardner Minshew? Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew. <laughs> Money Minshew. I was upset that Jalen Hurts um, got hurt because he was my fantasy quarterback in my other league. But yeah, okay. Um, got no. I, that, that's good that Gardner Minshew got the dub for the Eagles. Did you see him celebrating after the? Yeah, game he got hyped with his dad. Yeah, that was pretty he like OD'd, and I was like, "What the heck's going on?" Yeah, and then that, he was like, "He was like crazy." <laughs> The was yeah, I guess so. Uh, Colts swept the Texans. Yeah, not really. Texans have been crashed. Yeah, they they were they have been out of playoff contention after that L. But Tyra Taylor did his stuff. He did as much as he could. No, they need to show yeah. Sean Watson carried that team. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen with the allegations. I don't know if he's gonna come back or not. He needs to get traded to a better team. If anything, yeah. Come to Washington, bro. Facts. He comes to Washington. Honestly, you know how good we'd be. Yeah, if if they trade Taylor Heineke and Deshaun Watson and just flip it, I feel like the Texans could be very good if they just rebuild around him. I don't know, because Taylor Heineke is good with the uh, football team. He is, but he's not like. He has a few mess ups every yeah. game that costs yeah. us games. But still, he's a. Very... I'd rather take Deshaun Watson because he's really a ball yeah. player. Mm-hmm. Dude's a freaking. Oh yeah. Dude's nasty. He's he's been in the Pro Bowl every time he's played, mm-hmm. except for the years he's opted out. Facts. Or not opted out, but. Yeah. And then the uh big, big dub on the AFC side: the Steelers being the Rams, moving the Pats in the first seed of the AFC. So I think this game will determine whether. The Pats are, or the the Bills will be in, in number one. 
So if the Pats win, we're automatically number one. But if the Bills win, they'll be number one. Because then they'll be eight and four, and then we'll be eight and five. So then that moves. I, I just don't first. see how Stephon Diggs gets clamped. He hasn't been clamped. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't think he's gonna get clamped. Let's see what Josh Allen's there. I think people forgot how good he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Josh Allen is very good. I'm not like not surprised that he's like one of the best in the NFL. It's like him, Tom Brady, Patty, Patrick, Lamar. I don't even put Lamar in top ten. What? I put I put Kyler Murray over him. Really? <laughs> yeah. I. Who else are you putting over him? In the NFL right now, I'm telling you right now, Lamar Jackson's in my top five. I'd put him at five spot, but I don't know if I like. I, I'm not a big fan of Lamar. I am. He's good. I'll give you that. He's good, but I don't like him. He's a baller. He's a baller, but I don't like him. If they gave him a number one wide receiver that he could just throw to. Like he throws to Honestly, you have to think about it, bro. Every great quarterback has had a great, reliable receiver. Yeah. Everyone, every yeah. single one of them. Uh, yeah, like Lamar has Marquise Brown, Josh he's, Allen. Like, has he's not his. He's, like, like, he's not his number one. Though. He's his number two. His number one is himself. I mean, yeah, because he has to do that. His number one, really officially, is Mark Andrews. Then it goes Marquise Brown. But they need a number one wide receiver, a big guy that can go up and get the ball. Mm-hmm. They need like a. A prime Julio. Uh, yeah. Um, a, I mean, Brady always had like two or three good wide receivers. He always had like the Danny Amendola's, the the Julian Edmonds, and then he still had Gronk right by his side if he yeah. wanted to throw the check down. Like, that's mm-hmm. like he's never had a really solid like number one wide receiver. He only has that one two combo. Yeah. And you could clamp that up if you get a good corner on Marquise Brown, it's done. It's game. And you could just bracket Mark Andrews. Mm-hmm. It's game. Yeah. And then if you if, if you get blitzes on um, Lamar and he has nowhere to go, that's game. Yeah, here you go. You out of here? Yeah, I'm going to get out of here. All right, we're going to take a short break. Uh, we're going to have two new guests come in in about 10 minutes, but we'll be back on shortly. But for you guys on the podcast, it will be probably two seconds. All right, thank you guys for listening, and we'll be back shortly. Thank you. Welcome back to the Bison Boys podcast. I am here with my good buddy Austin over there. Say what's up to the people. What's up, everyone? Introduce yourself, man. Uh, I'm Austin Mendes. I'm from East Freetown, Massachusetts. I'm a first-year student at Mitchell's College, along with Jack, and excited to be on this today. Awesome. Appreciate you coming in. Uh, the boys had to leave, so appreciate you subbing in for them. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about the, the Patriots and Bills game because Austin's a big Pats fan, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh. What do you think? Um, it's going to be a big game tonight, Monday Night Football Spotlight on ESPN. Um, it's going to be a real challenge for Mac Jones and the boys. Um, they're the number one seed in the AFC. And last year, Buffalo swept them. It's going to be interesting this year to see if um, New England can bounce back against Buffalo and take sole possession of first place in the AFC and the AFC East. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that that uh the loss last night to the Ravens put the Pats in first place. But if they lose tonight, they'll be in second, behind yeah. the Bills. So it will be interesting. We'll see what happens. They'll but, actually um drop to the fifth seed because Buffalo will then have. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. AFC East. Oh, interesting. Yeah, no, I think I I obviously I'm gonna I hope the 
Pats win, but Pats are on a six-game win streak, mm-hmm. and they're five and zero on the road. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind while you're watching tonight's football game. And they so, have the number one defense in the league right now. Yeah, they do for uh, points per game, they points do. allowed, and yards per game. And uh, I forget the other category they were one in. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, an email that was sent out uh, a couple hours ago, or yeah, a couple hours ago. Uh, the new SGA election results have came out. So on the executive advisor board, we have President Madison Perotti. If I, if I butcher these last names, I'm sorry. So we have Madison Perotti as the president. You have Vice President of Student Advisory. You have Taylor Cornell. Vice President of Business Affairs, you have Deegan Egglestone. <laughs> I'm gonna butcher it. Do you have the email pulled up? Yeah. Okay. Um, if you if you have a better correction than me, just interrupt me, please. Uh, Vice President of Marketing and Communications, you have Lauren Den Denner. Dennis. Okay. Uh, Vice President of Academic Affairs, you have Colin Lockhart. Uh, and then finally, v- Vice President of Social Programming is Nicole N- Nicole Carnival. Yeah, Carnival. We'll say Carnival. Um, okay, so then your board of class of 2000, uh, 2000, uh, 2023, you have President Jenna DiLorenzo, Vice President Paige Russell, Secretary Abigail Carlos. Carlos, does that sound right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then Treasurer Ryan Warner. And then class of 2024, we have President Lily Fangal, Vice President Albert Sal. Sal Lewis, Secretary Ingrid Jesus Oliveri. I'm I'm sorry if I butchered that. And then Treasurer Felicia De Ciso. Okay, we're gonna go with that. Um so then class of 2025, our class, we have President Alvin Torres, Vice President John Gian Carlaco. Carajal. Okay, we're going to go with that. Um, Secretary Chelsea Indyak. I think that's how you say Indyak. it. Indyak? Okay. And then Treasurer Luis Denson. So congrats to all those that were elected to be a part of the SGA. And we're going to have actually our Secretary of Class of 2025 call in in just a minute here. Uh, we're going to have her on the phone and talk about like, talk about what what her like idea of coming into a secretary in just a moment, but we're going to talk more about some, um, we're going to talk about the Massachusetts high school sports championships. So we'll go through all the divisions one through eight and we'll go over the scores. So we're going to start with division eight Randolph versus Hull and Randolph came out on top 20 to 14. Um, so I went to Oak Colony. I played against both those schools. Um, mm-hmm. Hull's a very good school, very good uh, football program down there. And when we played them, we lost 35 to 8 mm-hmm. my senior year. Yep. They have a had a very good passing game. A lot of the kids were very respectable, uh, played the game the right way. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side of the ball, congrats to Randolph on uh, the victory. What an amazing defensive game by both teams. Yep. Uh, Randolph had some miscues throughout the game, but – in the end, they pulled pulled it off and mm-hmm. 
my two times playing Randolph, we beat them both times, but they were a very tough team, and it's good to see them finally win a state championship. Mm -hmm. uh, then moving on to Division Seven. Uh, this was my previous division of my high school, Abington, and we were Division Seven. We played Cohasset, but I've never heard of what who they play is. Uh, Wakanoa. Wakanoa. Uh, I I think they moved up from Division Eight to Division Seven. Uh, I never I never played them when I was in Division Seven, but we played Cohasset, and Cohasset had a very good um quarterback. I think his name's Will Baker. Will Baker. He's a junior, maybe either sophomore or junior. But we played him uh, when he was a freshman, and I was a senior, and he he was a very good, and he has, he has a lot of potential, and they they showed out, and they they won uh. Wampanoag or whatever it is, uh, twenty-seven to twelve. Uh, Cohasset, we played in a bunch of different sports. Uh, I was part of the baseball team and basketball team in high school, and they would always beat us. And they have a very good program. It's uh, good to see them win a state championship and everything. Yeah, and, they definitely uh, deserved it. On the other end, Wakanoa, I saw during one of their state playoff games, they pulled an interesting trick play on the other team. It got called as a penalty on the other team. So what happened was mm -hmm. um, the offense lined up per usual, but the center never touched the ball. Mm -hmm. So they um, they ran through the play like normal, and the opposing team got called for, I want to say it was offsides or neutral zone infraction, mm -hmm. just because the ball was never actually snapped. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I'll, I got the – the stats pulled up right now. Uh, junior quarterback Will Baker, the dual threat of the Skippers. That's their thing. He ran for a career high 124 yards on 23 carries, and including a 30 yard touchdown to an open scoring receiver. He had 82 yards passing, including a 14 yard touchdown to William Appleton. Sounds familiar, but I don't know. Um, and as well as the Wacona. Oh, it's Wacona. Wakona senior quarterback Ryan Scott passed for 159 yards with two touchdowns. And the other one was a 40-yard pass to a junior receiver, Owen Salvatore. So, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Congrats to both teams for making it. Yeah, especially. Congrats to Cohasset on pulling off the win. Yeah, big time. Especially being a part of Division Seven because I, when I was a junior, I, I played at Gillette and won, actually, when I was in Division Seven, so seeing them win and they were they were a tough team. They were a tough team playing them throughout throughout my years, but uh, it was always like it, it was always like mark the calendar type of games when we played Cohasset, but definitely definitely deserved that win. Um, moving on to Division Six, so this is this is an interesting one. Me and Austin went to this game. This was on Friday, and it was Rockland versus Abington. I'm from Abington, and I went to Abington for 12 years of my my primary education. And this was one of the more interesting games that I've watched. Uh, Rockland and Abington has been has been rivals since like way back in the day. Um, like Rockland has been like the as well as. Cohasset have been like mark your calendars type of type of games just because like we because we're border it's what's it called what do they call it the border bowl I think that's what they called it because because the way Rockland and Abington are we're literally like 
probably right next to each other on if you look at a map and you look up Rockland, the next town to the right of it is Abington. So it was it was a it was a huge game and now to be a part of like part of the game of that history, like Rockland hasn't won a won a Super Bowl in over twenty years and I was uh reading up on it and it was actually the second Super Bowl that they've won. Mm. So And Abington if Abington won they would be their sixth of like all time. Um but no the Rock I give all respect to Rockland. They had a very good game. Uh senior quarterback PJ Celestino had had all three hands of the he had a hat trick of every single um like type of touchdown. He had a kick return touchdown, he had a passing touchdown and he had a rushing touchdown. It was um I mean he played a great game. Of yeah. course Rockland came out to a thirteen nothing lead to start off the game. Mm-hmm. And then the one play that uh sparked my memory whenever I think of the game was the kick down to the one yard line where yeah. he took it. Ninety nine yards. Ninety nine yards to the house. And yep. What a what a great play all around by the yeah. Rockland special teams. Definitely. Not giving up on the play and make turning something out of nothing. Yeah, and they're um I don't think they missed – oh, wait, no, they missed one PAT. And then the rest he didn't miss, I don't think. Mm. Uh, but Rockland definitely had a very good game, as well as Abington, obviously. Abington, we always stick in it no matter what. We're always in it, even if we're down by 47. We're always putting our best foot forward. Um, but, no, definitely congrats to both teams, but more so congrats to Rockland with their uh, Super Bowl. That one hurts to say for you. Oh, my God. You, yeah, my facial expression was not having it. Um, Division five, Swamp Scott versus North Reading. It was a very low scoring game, uh, fourteen to seven. Uh, I was reading up on North Reading's quarterback before oh, the game. I can't think of his first name, but I know his last name Murphy. He holds a bunch of records at um at North Reading. Wait, North Reading's quarterback? I'm pretty sure. Looking at the, yeah. Continue. Um, if I'm wrong, then you can correct me. But... Oh, it's Alexander Carucci, I think. Oh, I might be. Th- I know one of the Super Bowl teams had it. Um, but to go on that point, one of the teams, uh, their quarterback has a bunch of passing records. He's a junior, and he just he's a very good all-around quarterback from what I've heard about him. And uh, if I can think of a name, I'll bring it up. And yeah. Wait, what? Uh, His last name's Murphy. I'm pretty sure it's North. It's a North something. I don't know if it was North Reading or something like that. Not sure. Okay. Um. Yeah, their score is 14 to 7. Let's see, where is it? Through touchdown on the I don't know where I'm trying to look. Senior running back, Xavier Baskin, ran for a game by 143 yards to cap off a season. Wow. And he threw for a touchdown as well. Did Was that – did you see that video? It was like one of the teams – oh, it might have been CM. CM did a – it was a toss pass. Oh yeah, it was the screen pass, and they like put it side by side by Julian Edelman's pass. Which yeah, was it was the crazy. same uh, same yard line. I'm pretty sure, 
same distance and everything. Wow. It, it was pretty cool to see that. Comparison. Yeah, that's definitely very cool. Uh, we'll talk more about CM in a bit. Um, Situate and Duxbury. This was the game after the Rockland and Abington game, so I, we didn't really get to see it, but we caught a glimpse of it. But Situate seemed like they came out ready to go. Situate, um, so towards the end of the game, Situate, um, was driving down the field with like two minutes left on the clock. And with 23 seconds left in the game, they scored a touchdown. Mm -hmm. And instead of tying it at 13, their coach came out with a uh, gutsy call to go for two. And they ended up converting it, and the game ended on a sack by Situate with uh, the clock running out on Duxbury. So uh, props to the coach. That's um, an example of you're playing to win and not playing to lose. I mean, mm-hmm. playing not to lose is what I meant to say. Yep. So, uh, I mean, hey, he looks like a hero that it pulled off. So congrats to Situate on the victory. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. That mascot was weird, <laughs> dude. No offense to Situate, but that mascot terrorizes little girls, I'm sure. <laughs> I think my didn't my dad say that? Your dad said that uh that the mascot is uh what children wake up to at Yeah, <laughs> that that's scary. Um Division three, Marblehead and who else did I play? They put this in such a weird uh, Marblehead North Attleboro. Is that yeah. is that what the other team you're talking I, about? It might be. I'm not sure. Magicians. Oh, that's Marblehead. 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 North won Attleboro. The game. North Attleboro. They're running. North Attleboro's running back had a pretty good game. Um. D'Amato. He had 24 carries for 105 yards. His third touchdown run of the game. He it was uh, Marblehead's first uh, Super Bowl title. So congrats to Marblehead on uh, pulling out the victory. And shout out to Danny Ventura of the Boston Herald because I'm giving me information from him right now. <laughs> Wait, are you on? I'm on Twitter. Oh, okay. Uh, unfortunately, our secretary cannot call, but if you see if you see Chelsea at all, Make sure to give her a congratulations. Uh, okay. Uh, Division two, Division two with Catholic Memorial and King Philip. The game was a lot closer from what I heard than what the score says. I'm pretty sure the score was. Uh, I could be wrong, but it could be forty-two to twenty-one. Forty-two to eighteen. You're yeah. close. Um. From what I heard from people, the game was a lot closer than what that score says. Uh, King Philip put up a good fight, but as you mentioned earlier, Catholic Memorial had the answer to King Philip and everything. And congrats to Catholic Memorial on the championship, and congratulations to King Philip on uh, the fight. Yeah. I, I don't know. It seems like it was very lopsided, but I, I don't know. King Philip is, I don't know. Cole That sounds interesting. I feel like I I feel like I know what that is. Cole Osinubi. Catholic Memorials. Devin Marshall was named the MVP of the Catholic Conference. So congratulations wow. to him as interesting. well. Interesting. Uh junior quarterback 
Shit, I don't know what team this is from. He had three passing touchdowns, went seven for 14, 137 yards. Uh, and then Catholic Memorial total offense was 203 in the air and then 236 on the ground. Wow. 236 on the ground? So he, the running back must have had a lot of room. Wow. That's that's crazy. Catholic Memorial, that's crazy. Okay. Uh, moving on to the finale of the championships, Division One, uh, Springfield or Springfield Central versus Catholic Memorial. Uh, the very, the very insane. I wasn't Catholic Memorial. Central Catholic. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, from. I'm surprised Central Catholic didn't win, because Central Catholic quarterback Aiden Pereira is phenomenal. I know. Uh... What was it? Springfield Central is the name of the team. Yep. They, um, I'm pretty sure they were the team in Massachusetts that played IMG Academy this year. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, Did, oh, no, they lost. Like, uh, yeah, smacked. it was like, it was high, and I don't think they put up a point, but mm-hmm. it's, um, it's big when you play teams like that because it's, it's not a conference game, so it's not really going to affect how you are and everything, but it's just going to get your players around you better and your teammates better. And from a coaching standpoint, you can see what these uh, these teams, like IMG, who's the best high school in the nation, mm-hmm. what they – it's it's a training game. It's like a scrimmage. Yeah. You're, uh, if you win, you win, but – Ultimately, if you got better from that game, then it's a win. Mm-hmm, definitely. And Aiden Pereira is awesome. Like, I, I watched him. He does, like, a training company, and I always, like, watch his highlights. And he's he's a, he's a very fluent quarterback. And he threw for 143 yards and two touchdowns. I'm pretty sure uh, Springfield Central's – Quarterback had ten touchdowns in the first game of the year. Yeah, it was, this, it was a shootout yeah, between a them. Rematch. And, uh, the it was a season opener, and it was sixty-seven to fifty-two. Was is, that a the Super Bowl rematch? Of, it was the between Aiden and uh, yeah William. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the the first game of the season. It was sixty-seven to fifty-two. <laughs> he threw for a game high one hundred eighty-seven yards, including two twenty-yard pass. Um, to a senior, Ty Daniels. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was a great couple days of football. I mean, uh, definitely all all the teams came out and fought. They played their hardest, and For sure. I mean, coming from a standpoint as someone that wasn't able to ever make it to Gillette while playing football, it's it's a good experience. Definitely. And, it's something that you can tell your kids about. And oh yeah, whether happens. you're, whether you win or lose, it's still an amazing experience. Luckily, I won, and it was the only time I went, so I can say like, hey, I got a ring. But at the same time, just being a Gillette and playing where all the grades play, it's insanity. So definitely, congrats to everybody making it, and congrats to everybody that played high school this season because despite this COVID stuff. It was definitely hard. I know that they didn't require masks like they did last year, but still, like, going through all that, like, because I think our coach got quarantined, our head coach at high school got quarantined for the second-to-last game. 
And what my team did was we went to his house after the game and obviously social distance. We were, they were like on the front lawn and he was at his like his stoop. And like they they talked about the game because obviously he watched it because he's probably the most inspirational person I've ever met. And he loves the game of football, loves it. He's been coaching for, I think, 48 years, which is insane. And he got his 500th game was at Super Bowl. So congrats to Coach Kell. Miss you and hope everything is well. Obviously, he's doing good. He went back to Gillette and he's all healthy and everything. All right, yeah, I think that will I think that will wrap up the Bison Boys podcast. Do you want to cover the uh, two vote championships? Oh yeah, we can do that. Um, Blue Hills. Blue Hills played Neshoba Valley Tech. Uh, congratulations to Blue Hills on the um, small vote championship victory. The final score is fifty-two to fifty-one. Anthony Graz, beast, the lefty legend. Um, game ended with Neshoba getting the ball to the Blue Hills three-yard line. And as clock expired, they try to spike the ball in order to set up a field goal. But, uh, mm-hmm. of course, the clock expired. Clock expired. Um, the Large Voke Championship was between Northeast Metro Voke, which is somewhere near Boston, and Greater New Bedford Voke, which is a couple minutes down the street from my Bedford house. One? No, uh, Northeast Metro won. New Bedford had a rough game, but... Um, mm-hmm. Uh, the final was Northeast 30, Greater New Bedford 7. Um, New Bedford had a lot of um, costly turnovers in the game, and ultimately they'll be back. They have a good young group coming up, and it should be exciting. It's a new era for Greater New Bedford Vogue with Justin Cruz at the helm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, that was the... Those are both championships. Definitely congrats to both teams again. Congrats to all the high school teams on a on a welcome back to a regular season. Definitely. Right. Normal regular season. Yeah, normal regular season. Um I I wish we got a regular season, man. I know. My team probably would have went to Gillette. It would have been three times in a row. We we would have um been a good team. We had four seniors. Mm-hmm. It was uh me, Thomas Stanton, the running back. Ryan McGuigan, the fullback, and Jared Bourne, the wide receiver. Mm-hmm. And um, we would have – O'Colony would have went quite a ways. But um, now they have uh, – they're in good hands. They just won a conference championship. Yes. And uh, their quarterback, Matt McGuigan, and uh, wide receiver, Sean Markham, are going to be a deadly duo come next year. Mm-hmm. Definitely look out for that. All right, uh, I think we're good here. Austin, appreciate you coming on here for subbing in for Landon and Spencer. Thank you for letting me. Yeah, of course. Uh, we'll probably have you on again. Definitely. I would love to come back. Awesome. On. Love to hear it. Um, uh, we tried to get Mike Pelos on here, but he had things to do. He was going to come on and talk about esports, but we'll we'll save it for another day, like the weekend. <laughs> Mike, if you're uh, listening, love to have you. Yeah, please, Mike. I've been I've been trying for a couple weeks, and I we're gonna try to get the president on here as well. So stay tuned for that. Uh, make sure to follow us on the Bison Boys Instagram, Bison underscore Boys underscore Podcast. We're at eighty eight followers right now. We're trying to get up to a hundred. So please follow. And as, if you haven't listened to the first episode, go over to Spotify. If you haven't, it's downloaded. It's free. You can listen to the Bison Boys podcast. Just search it up in the search bar. You can listen to our amazing somewhat voices over there. (laughs)
All right. That being said, appreciate you guys listening and stay tuned for the episode either tonight or tomorrow. Yeah. Thank you guys. See ya.